0: What a week. You can remember this is the week America began a descent into totalitarianism. We'll start with the insane thing. Number one, we started the week off with the revelation that the Biden administration, having succeeded in almost totally censoring the right and covering up Hunter Biden's crimes using those 80 FBI agents that worked around the clock to censor anybody. Talking about Hunter's laptop. Yeah, After coming off that censorship success by the federal government, the Biden administration, feeling bullish, had turned the Department of Homeland Security's censorship ambitions to your most private text messages. I don't know about you, but I communicate more hours of the day with my spouse over text message than I do any other way. And Joe Biden wants to get in the middle of that. We learned this not from some right-wing site, but from left wing journalist david zwieg z w e i g who's written for the atlantic the new york magazine wired among others and he had the actual journalistic integrity to reveal that the biden regime is even more obsessed with crushing dissent than we had any idea really rival stalin and mao he couldn't stand that you may be able to privately Text back-and-forth ideas of which they don't approve. Zwig got a hold of emails between the Stalinist White House staffers and Meta executives. No, Meta, that's Facebook, owns WhatsApp, which is supposed to be a private texting application to protect your privacy and anonymity. The average text is between two people. Average group size equals less than 10 on WhatsApp, and that was too much for the Biden administration that there might be anywhere you could go to escape the censors. And so at the Department of Homeland Security, where they've insecured and unsecured the border, they were focusing on what they consider to be the real enemy, you. Putting pressure in these emails on Meta to censor texts. Now, Zwig, writing on his own substack only got a hold of, of the correspondence back and forth between Meta, you know, WhatsApp and the White House. We have no idea what kind of pressure they might have applied to Android and other text messaging systems. But what this does is gives give us an idea of exactly how far they intend to go. Absolute total control over digital speech. Period. End of memo. You kind of got to wonder, this would be insane thing number two, whether the IRS has visited Zweig's house yet, or are they just uh, waiting for a more opportune time? Because that's what we do now, right? We send federal agents to your home to intimidate you. We learned this week that that's what happened to, again, liberal journalist Matt Taibbi. That'd be the same IRS That informs the public over and over. No, we don't visit your house. We don't call you on the phone. Those are scams. We'll only contact you by letter. Yeah, unless you're Matt Taibbi. And they send you the same day you're testifying before the weaponization of government committee. So a Republican member of Congress asked the bureaucrat over the IRS about that this week. Here's what Janet Yellen said. I gotta tell you, Chan doesn't sound like she cares, does she? Why? Because the government's weaponized. It's weaponized by her, then it's functioning exactly as intended. Monday was barely at an end before we got to insane thing number three. The Trans Day of Vengeance group out of Virginia got their wish. It was uncanny. (laughs) What are the odds? During the very week of the Trans Day of Vengeance. I don't know, celebration called for by the group Tran, which if you'd like to learn how to make a Molotov cocktail, you can go find out on their website. They're big fans. They're also raising money to buy arms. And they not only advocated a trans day of vengeance uh, in retaliation for the genocide, they say, transgender people are going through, As in someone somewhere is killing them. I don't know who since they've yet to come up with the name of a single victim, but whatever. This was supposed to be a revenge for the murders by right-wing Christians. That, of course, haven't happened, but it sounds good. What are the odds during the very week they've been calling for this for months? We get a school shooting by a transgender individual at a Christian school? Come on. You and I both know if a thing like this happened— and the group behind it was on our side, by Tuesday, we'd be watching the FBI boot go through their door, as it should. But the FBI made it clear they didn't give a rip. That's insane thing number four, and we're only to Tuesday. When this shocking piece came out from the Daily Wire, they'd called not one, not two, but three press offices of the FBI and asked, hey, You going to do anything about this violence trans group calling for vengeance? Here's what the Memphis office said. (laughs) No. Quote, if it was terrorism, we would have federal jurisdiction. It's not, they said. Do they don't. Funny, they didn't seem to think they needed jurisdiction when they decided to target Catholics who pray the rosary and like to go to the occasional Latin mass. By then, everybody learned of the scheduled Day of Vengeance, which was supposed to happen on Saturday. And so the Daily Wire asked the National Press Office at the FBI headquarters, hey, I mean, because forget about, you know, interdicting this group. They're not going to do that. Are you going to surveil them as a potential source of domestic terrorism? They were asked. The FBI said, no, quote, Membership in a group is not illegal in and of itself. In fact, it is protected by the First Amendment. The FBI will never open an investigation based solely on protected First Amendment activity. Again, look what they've done to Catholics just in the last few months. Religious freedom protections are at the heart of the First Amendment. They're literally listed. The FBI went on to say that the FBI will, quote, never open an investigation based solely on protected First Amendment activity we focus on individuals who commit or intend to commit violence and criminal activity that constitutes a federal crime or poses a threat to national security. So, you know, like Catholics and parents uh, who legally, lawfully and peaceful availed, peacefully avail themselves of the two minute comment period at Democrat school board meetings. Like, you know, them, the people we did, they did domestic terror investigations into and applied domestic threat labels to for being angry parents. You can practically hear them laughing at us behind our backs. But what was key about the FBI basically waving the trekkered flag for these radical leftist groups is that it was a sign. It was a symbol. Attaboy. Go for it. That led to insane thing number five. The violent insurrection by radical leftists at the Tennessee Legislature. Having been assured that the FBI wouldn't interfere in any way, they got pretty wild. And in case they didn't feel absolutely safe tearing the place up, well, Joe Biden three times lauded the group after the shooting. He laughed and giggled about ice cream before telling us three children had just been massacred. He was given a second chance, though. A time to do better as he came into the White House when the media asked him, Hey, Senator Josh Hawley says this is an anti-Christian hate crime. What do you think? He busted out laughing. Because I guess it's funny when children die. I don't know. He said, I have no idea. Turned his back as he often does when he doesn't care and walked away. Again, total green flag for the attack on the Tennessee legislature. They had the absolute unmitigated gall to host a die-in after the very trans group that put on the Trans Day of Vengeance put out a 15-paragraph statement. They did call the loss of the kids a tragedy in just one of the 15 paragraphs. The other 14 were devoted to what they called the second tragedy, the loss of the mass murderer who killed them. It was jaw-dropping. So whose side did the White House come down on? I got to tell you, folks, this is insane thing number six. And I think this also helps spur the violent insurrection at the Tennessee legislature, by the way, complete with, you can't make this up, their own trans shaman. Biden spokeshack, Cringe John Pierre, was asked about the trans date of vengeance, point blank. And what did she say? She spent two minutes babbling never said a thing about, you know, regretting the loss of the children or the innocent lives because they don't care. And then she said the single most jaw-dropping thing that I've ever heard come out of her mouth and that's saying something. She said this. And one of the things that we saw during the midterm elections is that people don't want their freedoms to be taken. They want us to fight for their freedoms. And so it is shameful. It is disturbing and uh, our hearts go out to uh those the trans community as they are under attack right now but is your mouth hanging open nowhere in that statement did she once mention the loss of the lives of the six christians the three children because you know what they don't care but the left couldn't have made it clear this week that they are mourning the loss of the murderous shooter and consider her a martyr call from mom answer it call silenced They are holding up these uh, Capitol protesters who have violently invaded the space of the Tennessee Capitol. They are holding up seven fingers and chanting, seven fingers, seven victims. They consider the mass murderer who killed those kids to be as much of a victim as they are. Folks, I can imagine the pain of these poor parents who've lost these children who are burying them having to see this. Their exact words were seven fingers, seven victims. Now let's remember again why the shooter was supposedly a victim. She lived at home with her parents and she'd come out to them as both gay and transgender. Her parents were Christians. They didn't kick her out. No, they simply said, you can't wear male clothes around our house. Understand? she lived at home with them because she had no job. So she could have easily gotten a job, moved out, got her own apartment, dressed however she wanted. Instead, she murdered six people in a childlike tantrum and they see her as the victim. There couldn't be a more perfect symbol of the modern left than this. Brutal, psychopathic, thug-like. And at the same time, So childish, they feel justified taking innocent life if you make them mad. Now, by midweek, you have to be wondering, how does the left intend to sell this to normal people? It's a philosophy. Well, by Wednesday, we learned how. They don't. They're planning an absolute Chinese-style totalitarian crackdown. It's all in the Restrict Act, a bipartisan act that supposedly, to bill before Congress right now, would ban TikTok. TikTok. Except banning TikTok is the only thing it doesn't do. It's supposed to crack down on Chinese espionage and the theft of data. But again, the only people it doesn't crack down on are the Chinese. It's an absolute Chinese style system. If you know anything about China, there's a digital wall around China. So, I mean, if you're Chinese, you can't just wander off onto the Internet, see what's going on on Facebook, Facebook read the truth about what's going on in the world. You are digitally restricted. You can be prosecuted, jailed, and even put to death for using a VPN to try to read what's going on in the outside world. Guess what this does? Yep, it get rid of the use of VPNs to access dangerous platforms. And that's just the start. Folks, I've read every single word. It's Senate Bill 686, I think it really should be 666. I think they flipped the 8 because that'd be embarrassing. But folks, oh my gosh, it is literally a secret police state. It gives the Director of National Intelligence, the Treasury Secretary, um, and the Commerce Secretary the ability in secret to decide if you're aiding a foreign adversary. Oh, and what a foreign adversary is. It applies to U.S. citizens. And It also includes or can include influencing an election, passing on information that influences an election. So all this is is them taking the FBI's Twitter file operations and kind of creating a final solution for free speech so the FBI doesn't have to spend another two years banning tens of of thousands of accounts and millions of posts off Twitter for being true. No, no, no. This would give the Biden administration the ability to just go knock out whatever site they wanted. Social media sites, and even news sites like Breitbart, which the FBI, by the way, has already investigated Breitbart once for being a conduit of Soviet propaganda. So this is right in their bailiwick. Now, here's the truly terrifying thing. This would be a secret police state because this bill gives these agencies exemption from FOIA. So if you wake up and to your horror, your getter account is gone, you can't appeal it. You can't find out why. You can't even find out the names of the security state police operatives who have taken it down. Then suppose in your panic, you go over to see if you've still got a Twitter account. Well, you just may find there's no more Twitter because this would let Joe Biden take down entire platforms. Again, with no justification uh, and not even the names of the bureaucrats who did it. This is the exact system they have in China. But to make extra super duper sure that you don't pass on any messages that the Democrats find inconvenient, it gives them total legal access with no warrant to every electronic device or system You could possibly pass on information on all your home networks, your phone, and get this, leaving no stone unturned, they can even access your ring doorbell. Penalties carry up to 20 years in prison. Tucker Carlson earlier this week nailed it when he described the true horror of this bill. The fact that anyone would even put this in writing, never mind, it's got as many Republican co-sponsors as it does Democrats. So you would be allowing the executive branch, the Biden administration, to regulate speech on the internet. And if you are somehow involved with a, quote, foreign adversary, or let's say you uh, oppose the war against Russia, you go to prison for 20 years. So this isn't about banning TikTok. This is about introducing flat out totalitarianism into our system. Now, just because TikTok is so unappealing, just because it's a creepy, low IQ, Chinese plot designed to make our kids trans, and it is, that does not mean that the people trying to ban TikTok have your interests in mind. Oh, it definitely doesn't, or America's. This is not an effort to push back against China. It's part of a strategy to make America much more like China with the government in charge of what you read and see, and with terrifying punitive powers at their fingertips. But the full horror of this thing was again, the co-sponsors, yep, like Senator Thune, he's from South Dakota, one of the reddest states in the nation, went for Donald Trump by over 30 points. He is one of the two co-sponsors. The other one's a Democrat. Dear God. So we need to read this as a declaration of war against the American people, of as a treatise of really laying out what they're capable of and what they're seeking. I have a feeling this bill will go down. There was absolute rage over it on Twitter um, and that it'll get stopped in the House. But it doesn't matter. What it has done is lay out what the plan is. Absolute, total control of speech. Right down to your most private text messages between you and your spouse. That's the goal. They'll come back with another vehicle. This was fascinating this week. It was insane thing. numbered, what am I on? Nine? Yeah, I think it's nine. Um, and it was Lindsey Graham, and he gets caught by Jesse Waters. He's on there to p- push another bill, and he says, "You know, why did you sponsor this?" Lindsey Graham had no idea he sponsored. I actually believe him. I, you know, what I think, it wouldn't surprise me if most of the Republican sponsors of this have no idea what they just sponsored. Take a listen to this incredible exchange on Jesse Waters on Fox News this week with Senator Graham and Waters. Let's try to get some answers out of the Senator Lindsey Graham, who supports this and is here now. you got to be kidding me, Senator. Did you read this? Yeah, I don't think I support the Restrict Act. (laughs) You don't support this because you were named as one of the supporters because this is garbage. Yep, right there on the official government website, thomas.gov, where you go to see who the co-sponsors are. Lindsey Graham's name. Clear as day. He had no idea. Folks, literally, we're talking about setting signing your name to a Chinese-style system bill and having no idea? Does Republican Senator Thune know? I mean, it's his bill. Does Senator Tom Tillis from North Carolina know? Take a listen to how that exchange ended. Well, is this the one with John? There's two bills out there. One allows a review of... Businesses that that are connected to China give the secretary the ability to protect our data. Uh, is that the Restrict Act? We got S-686 right here, yeah. March 7th. Mm-hmm. And we got a bunch of Republicans supporting it because this thing is crazy town. You don't want yeah. the government looking into your private phone. No, I don't. If and they, they have they a hunch you're colluding with the Russians, <laughs> we remember how yeah, that turned that's out. That's right. Yeah, no, well, the Constitution trumps a statute, so let me come back and, uh, you know, give you a better explanation. By the way, you can tell he hasn't read the bill. Again, I have. It doesn't mention China. It isn't specific to China, and it certainly doesn't protect your data from from China. It merely gives the federal government access to it. That's it. And again, it would let Joe Biden take down any website, so think... Breitbart, Daily Caller, Twitter, that they feel is aiding the Russian message. So I can tell you what's going to happen. They're going to take down Breitbart, Twitter. They'll put Elon Musk in, in prison. I mean, this clearly is the put Elon Musk in prison, final solution for free speech bill. But the ones they won't touch? Yeah, Facebook, TikTok. Because remember what TikTok does It was a great in December investigation by Forbes that found that the Chinese Communist Party's propaganda arm, the same one that propagandizes to the Chinese people. Yeah, they're also the ones who run the news stations on TikTok. And they provided a free campaign for the Democrats during the 2020 and 2022 elections that amounted to millions of views, almost all of them anti-Republican. Pro-Democrat messages. That's probably billions of dollars worth of campaign aid, violates federal law almost completely, and yet the FEC did nothing. So you know darn well TikTok's not getting shut down. But you could certainly bet that Twitter is pray that the House shuts this down. I'm betting they will giving given the level of outrage, but understand this is a treatise. They screwed up, they put the agenda out in the light it's not a conspiracy anymore they wrote it down it's called the resist act you should read it it's horrific and no they'll never rest till either we win or they get that system over us finally insane thing number 10 they indicted trump by the way there's four other investigations going on him, all of which will also res- result in, in, in indictments. I mean, almost guaranteed they're going to get indictments uh, in the other three. So this is the o- only the beginning. And it's also the beginning of the left expecting to be able to indict anybody who's the front runner on our side. Understand, if they somehow knock Trump out, there's two investigations similar to this. One running out of Texas, uh, that is a criminal investigation in Toronto DeSantis for shipping the illegals up to Martha's Vineyard. So, look, if if Trump is somehow like here, um, they're going to go right down the line. This is the new normal. This is insane. Battleground America with Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers.